Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Bev's Video Kingdom, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. We are uh, looking in at Wedding Crashers 2005. Um, something is off, though. Something feels a little weird. I feel so weird. Where are we? We had no commercial, and, and we're not in the spot we said this, we were going to be. This is not where we're supposed to be right now. We're supposed to be at Bosco's Cantina with the one and only Scotch Beck recording this shit in his, you know, wonderland of... Uh, Bearded gentlemen galore. <laughs> the CDC has fucking, there's yellow tape everywhere. It looks like E.T. lives at his house. We showed up and we were like, oh my God. And then we were driving away and we got a call from Scotch and he was like, I got the vid, boys. <laughs> got a bad case of the Rona. But he he secretly handed underneath the, the, the big blanket thing they had over his house. He, he, he walked out me, in a hazmat he handed suit. Me a little, <laughs> he handed me a memory card. He coughed on it and handed it to He you. handed me a memory card and he said, Play this for the boys. <laughs> and so I oh, got to play something for you guys right now. You guys might have missed, message? You guys might have missed our, our, our opening commercial. Well, actually, you did not. It's just like when, uh, when Princess Leia was like, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Maybe. You're, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. So Wait, is he going to show up in a hologram right now? Oh, shit. <laughs> Scott, is he going to Tupac us? And he probably is wearing like a bathrobe right now, too. I hope oh. we have video when we get him on the, on the line. Hopefully here. he doesn't have he, a bathrobe. He looks, like, <laughs> he looks like Jeff Bridges from uh, The Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. just like a, just like oh, a slightly agape bathrobe that he can like lean hand. forward. And, I, well, well, I will say this. Scotch knew Wedding Crashers was our movie. And uh, he yeah, said, I do. You know we're what? supposed to go to his house. We need a commercial. And check this out. Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by Super <laughs> Tramp Stamp Tramp Stamp. <laughs> oh my God. Take a look at my tramp stamp. It's the only tad I got. You know you love my tramp stamp. Because it makes me super hot. It's like a bullseye. Above my butt crack And you know I'm down to fuck So buy me white claws No need to roofie There's nothing that I won't do I'll spread my legs just for you Are you the kind of girl that craves a certain type of attention But lacks the overall skills to become that social butterfly You've always desired to be? Well, why not ink that butterfly in a location on your body that lets everyone know exactly what kind of gal you really are? Here at Super Tramp Stamp Tramp Stamps, we specialize in inking up your lower back in a way that's guaranteed to get you the attention that you seek and are sure to regret a decade later. Maybe you want something a little less subtle, like a Target or All Sailors Welcome. Maybe put his favorite football team's home schedule back there so you can give him something to read while he goes to town. And of course, there's the ever-popular Daddy's Little Girl, so the world can see what type of issues you already have. (laughs) 
Our tattoo artists are selected from the creme de la creme of former inmates, high school dropouts, and reformed gangbangers that we could afford. So come on down to Super Tramp Stamp Tramp Stamps, because you know you want it. Super Tramp is oh. associated with this product. Oh. Dude, Scott. Fucking gold. So we'll literally never make a commercial better than so that. That was our last. You heard our last commercial on BBK. Fucking. That Scott. was a mic drop of a commercial. Oh, he oh was my like, God. he was like, oh, you want me to judge the thing? I'm gonna make up this whole fucking sabermetrics program. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, I'm gonna make a commercial. Here's fucking your oh. commercial. Suck dick. He's all. I've go. got COVID. I'm gonna make an original song. <laughs> a commercial. Yeah. Thank God for bored musicians with COVID. Jesus. Were we Dude. about? Were, if we were in person at Bosco's, were we gonna see a live, I, I a live hope. performance? Take a look at my tramp stamp. All I'm saying is that this is a reason for people. (laughs) This is a reason for people to spread the word because if we can get you know a couple dollars rolling in, we can hire Scotch full time and just have him you know making our music and oh yeah commercials. We'd be producing crazy commercials with them all the time. We could for sure pay him more than hundreds of acres of almonds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, thank you, Scott. Uh, We we miss you, buddy. We're we're coming over a. As soon as uh, the Rona leaves your uh, leaves your area, yeah, we're gonna wait ten days though. This fucking CDC five day bullshit. We're 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 not we're not <laughs> we're going not for that. We're Scott. not buying it. You, like, we know you got that extra Rona, bro. It's <laughs> it's like one of those uh, butterfly tramp stamps. We're not we're not we ain't tricked. We hey, know. but Scott Scott's coming back on to judge this shit. Scott's coming he's back. coming he, on to judge that's this right. And he, in our episode later this week uh, he's going to come remote and uh, he's going to cough and hack his uh, COVID way he's not going to be judge. off quarantine by Thursday so we're going to do that shit remotely we're going to do it mm-hmm. remote yeah we're like five miles away from him so I think we're good I, I, you know, I gotta be honest I've been thinking hard about just going and finding somebody to give me the Rona no don't do that <laughs> Mm-mm. Why not? No, because I, I had it, bro. It sucks. I don't know. I'm all boosted up though, and I I'm feel like I was, I like was boosted, cold. and I got it too. I mean, it sounds Straight like we're probably, we're probably going to get it anyway. So that's not my point. I want to get it right now, Brad. You've yeah, definitely I wanna, I wanna already like, had it. It's like a chicken pox party. <laughs> you think I did? Well, bro, your daughter had it and lived in your house, and you didn't get it. Yeah. So, but you I kept testing. The, I kept testing. No, I know negative, but, but, but I know you didn't get it then. You've had it before, and you didn't. She got the same strain, bro. It's because you got super immunity. Yeah, when you have to breathe through a mustache like that. That? Like no fucking impurities can <laughs> yeah. get through that mustache. Yeah, forget about KN95. KN mustache. Uh, Scott, fuck man. We miss you, buddy. Thank you, Scott. That was amazing. That was amazing. Hey, what movie were we talking about this week? All right. Hey, this Nick is Nick. It was this is Nick, Crashers. everybody. I said it was Wedding Crashers, but I think you all blacked out. I, I or, watched. I watched. You know, after that. on Psycho instead. So we're gonna we're talking. About I hope nobody crashed the car while they're listening to that, like laughing or something, <laughs> because I had tears in my eyes when yeah. I first heard. it. I was like, oh my lord. Can this I? Is can amazing. I? Amazing. Can I put a timeout on the game right now, N- Nate? What did you just say? Vince Vaughn what? I just said I watched uh, Vince Vaughn Psycho. Psycho instead of uh, Wedding Crashers. Crashers. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> he was in Psycho? He, 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 you never he, saw the remake of Psy- Psycho? Remake Dude, of Psycho. I never saw it. And Vince Vaughn is in it? Gus Van Zandt plays, did like a, a shot for what? shot remake. He plays, um, what's the name of the character? In- um, yeah, 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 but oh my gosh, I can't think of Bates, it. Bates. Norman Bates. Yeah, he plays Norman Bates. Vince Vaughn? Yeah. Six, you didn't know this? 6'5", Vince Vaughn? Yeah. Vince Vaughn. Plays Norman Bates. Towering monster. In a full shot for shot remake of Psycho. What the fuck is happening in my life? <laughs> How did you miss that? I. It's a good thing you're not a horror movie, but. I feel way worse <laughs> about that, not seeing Vince Vaughn in a fucking, in Psycho, a shot and, for uh, shot remake of Ellen, Psycho. Ellen DeGeneres is uh No, what? uh. Oh, I thought you were going to oh, say, Oh, Anne yeah. Hesh, Hesh, Hesh. I thought you were saying is, Ellen DeGeneres the, the was one that gets was the, the girl in it. 
Oh, what if Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> was the one in the shower? <laughs> oh, that's a hell of a re. re- uh, I don't even re- know how to do an Ellen uh, an Ellen impression. Oh, I was yeah, about to, just try. I was about to dive into just it. Try. <laughs> <laughs> but we are covering wedding crashers. <laughs> You're stabbing me. You're stabbing me. Why are you stabbing me? That's how Ellen. Why are you it. dancing? Why are you dancing, <laughs> Ellen? <laughs> She's just dancing in the shower, doing little moves. Yep. <laughs> Nate's just got a weird look on his face. He's waiting here. for wedding crashes. Oh, I, I, I was kidding, guys. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I took us down this road. <laughs> no, I'm excited about this movie. All, All right. right. Let's do this. All right. So uh, Wedding Crashers, 2005. Um, we had the pleasure of re-watching that. I mean, we've all, I mean, I think we all have been there, watched it multiple times. Are we talking over, I mean, dozens? Well, yeah. it was a theater watch, and it was one yeah. of those, the theater was dying. Like, uh, out, yeah. I, t- I, took, I took a buddy, I was the best man at a wedding, and I took my buddy uh, to, to this on the day of his wedding. Really? Yeah, and it might have been, it was like the day after it opened. And he was like super nervous already, like you have all that energy, oh, no, nervous was, energy, and you laugh so hard at something like that. He like lets so, you let loose, so, right? He yeah, died but, laughing. We, we still quote this movie to each other to this day endlessly. Um, I mean, yeah, it was so much fun. Directed by David Dobkin, kind of a spotty, strange uh, IMDb, but he's still up to be directing Wedding Crashers 2. His big break was Shanghai Nights. Yeah, I looked at the writers and and neither of them really had any significant, like really big movies outside of this one either like they just you guys are missing the whole point of this whole thing like the the editing in this movie is not good the story is not great and you just give vince vaughn and freaking flat nose dude some screen time and 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 it's i it's, think it's all over. don't you disparage lightning mcqueen don't you disparage lightning mcqueen Chicow. i mean honestly, he's a lightning good man Mc... okay i'm sorry i'm, I'm... go ahead nick <laughs> no no it's fine i was just you uh, you cut me off at shanghai nights yeah, that's that's yeah. a shit movie, and you were, you were saying it like it was something good. <laughs> well, somebody like can recognize that. That was his first movie, and that got his foot into the door of the wedding, and you know, into Wedding Crashers. People were like, "Give me that Shanghai Nights guy." <laughs> <laughs> that's his foot in the door to Owen. But it's one of the one of my favorite comedies of all time. I don't know about you guys. Premise is kind of a you say the story isn't good, but it's a pretty great. Just a premise it's, is a great comedy no, it's, premise. It's, it's right? a premise. It's a great. Somebody told the group like, "Hey, this is the movie that I want to make." And then this guy, I think, took the movie and sort of like made it kind of disjointed. And there's some stuff that didn't quite make sense to me, but it's so fucking funny that it doesn't matter. It's just, and I got some stuff for Jenga with the director that will kind of yeah, me too. That's why I'm interesting, stepping on but then we'll play to uh you know his questionable kind of imdb lineup and you know his <laughs> but anyways i'm not trying to bash you dopkin but i mean quotes i don't know if there's a movie that i work that have worked their way into my life uh maybe not on the daily but they're there all the time for me it's definitely on the daily and i and i, I thought about our uh, if you haven't listened to it our major league pod one of the things we talked about in that pod uh way back was it's a movie that we you know and this one that one's much older but but even still there's a million quotes that we use and forget that it's there from that movie. Right. Like you, they, they, it's such a part of the like lexicon for people that love it and have seen it. For people our just, age specifically, like yeah. late thirties, oh. early forties. I think this was a big movie. And for me, wedding crashes is that like I, I, I went back through cause I was now making notes of the quotes and I was like, shit, I forgot that all together. And, and the funny thing about this one is it's not just the quote itself. A lot of times 
it's not the words if you the just context. write them down. It's the context, but also the, like the intonation and the the pacing. It's yeah. Vince fucking Vaughn. It, it's it's all right. that, and, and so like it's not just I say these words. I say them the way that Vince Vaughn says them, or I say them the way mostly Vince Vaughn. Yes, um, and it's just so funny. Like it it, it the it's the most quote maybe the most quotable movie that I for me that I that I have. even more than Anchorman because we we oh, covered Anchorman for sure and thought that was movie was up there and it is up there as far as quotable movies and quotes that we still say but like you just said things that you don't even realize are from the movie you watch it again my wife was like oh wait that's from this movie yeah like you feel like it goes way more back like it's uh, it's a part of your it's a part of your everyday it's part of your and, and there's conversations throughout the movie it's not like there's a couple like scenes where those like it's like just throughout the movie there's these amazing quotes coming just constantly yeah. Whenever, anytime the two the, the two are together it's just magic yeah. Honestly, that's my thing. Is that is that I think <clears throat> is it is it Owen Wilson? I think Owen Wilson is not spectacular in this movie. I think uh, that you. Vaughn carries him on his shoulders the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I think that Bradley Cooper carries every scene that he's in. I think that Walken, yep. you know, t- takes on some of the load, and 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 the girl's good too. McAdams I is I, great, I and Isla Fisher is amazing. Oh, Isla Fisher is so <laughs> funny, dude. Well, and even I mean, there's other, you know, like I'll find you. How dude, wild is the, like the Jack off under the table? Oh, I I rewound it and told my wife, watch Isla's face when <laughs> she's like getting after it, and she crunches her nose and she's like grinding, and he's like bashing the table, and and I and I don't know, I don't know if that's really her hand, but I, I hope to God it is. Is because she's doing this crazy circular motion <laughs> with like the full palm on his dick, and I'm like, would that work? I guess it works. It's crazy <laughs> in that it's situation. Like, like I mean, I, you know, whatever works. Nate, um, Nate putting his notes up. He's like, try circular motion <laughs> with the palm down. Note to self. <laughs> um, and and you know, there's some like other. I mean, you, you can go even deeper, right? Like Rebe- Rebecca De Mornay and Dwight Yoakam in the opening scene. Yeah. Just kill. I mean, our you know, obviously, you know, uh, obviously Vince Vaughn does great in that scene too. But the two of them are like just throwing heat in that that scene, and they're never in it again. I mean, that's it. And but they're amazing. You shut your mouth when you're talking you to shut me. Shut your mouth when you're talking. <laughs> I, Rebecca De Mornay <laughs> throwing heat. Are you kidding me? And Dwight Yoakam is a really good actor. He. Oh no, Dwight Yoakam is dare I say a better actor than he is a singer and I like him. Yeah. I like him as a singer I just watched uh, and I think a couple of you have watched Four Christmases watched I'm, it when I got home from I'm gonna mountains. be bringing it up okay yeah. well I won't step on it but <laughs> Dwight Yoakam man Oof, so, <laughs> so good. good Bradley I mean are you what do you got are you good did you already say your piece you know it's funny I I, I loved this when it came out and I, and I talked about it I was telling everybody oh my god you gotta see it it's so funny but there was still something that was eating at me and, and I kind of told some of the people I was like you know what second half it's one of those comedies where the second half just kind of it, it tanks a little bit. I mean, Chaz comes in and that kind of saves it. But if you don't have Chaz at the end, yeah, like, I agree. It really, after they leave the yeah. the beach house or, or cottage or whatever, it's definitely like you're waiting for Farrell to show up, right? Yeah, because it's it, it, at that point, it's it's kind of just yeah, it's a romantic comedy now. Although I will say that right before that, he call he calls Vince Vaughn a hillbilly, and I never that go, well that I yeah again I'm with you when there. they're together, that, of that, course, that's magic. The moment, yeah. He's like, what? Hillbilly? What? <laughs> what? what? Owen Wilson on his own at the, the weddings when he's just going belligerent is pretty solid too. But, uh, yeah. but other than that, the second half, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Did you guys know when you first saw it that Will Ferrell was, cam- oh, was no. going to be a cameo? Oh, no, no I, I think we saw it opening all. weekend. I think we had a crew that went to Turlock and, and watched it opening weekend and really had no clue too much about it. 
Yeah, I would say I knew very little about it too. It was like, in fact, in my case, it was especially because like I was like, oh, there's some funny guys in this, and I I got to figure out something to do to like kill some time in the morning of this wedding, and why not go see a f- comedy about wedding crashing? So for me, it was even less. I don't even think I was like super geared up, except that it fit the fit the fit the day. What do you think the most quotable line from this movie is? It meatloaf. Uh, I gotta think so. I mean, dude. That's the one that stands the most out. To me. There's a lot. I mean, I, I, I should we hit quotes now? Or are we going to do that? I'm fine later? with hitting them now. I'm uh, we because we usually don't. I mean, we don't get around to it much. But this is one to do it. I mean, when he says, when he goes talking about his mom, and he goes, I don't even know what she does. What back is she there, doing? Huh? What is she doing? <laughs> what is she that doing? for some reason that doing. just fucking kills me every single I, time. I, I mean, I I would say a candidate for sure is you old motorboat and son of a bitch. <laughs> you old motorboat and son of a bitch. Sandbag and son of a bitch. That's Sand, early, yeah. Sandbag you sandbag and son of a bitch. Bite your tongue. <laughs> you bite your tongue. I mean, I don't bite. It's, it had to have been used before, but I, I only but, remember but again, it from like, this movie. It's, it's the pace. It's not even the words, you know. Shut your mouth when you're talking Shut to your me. Mouth I think it's one of the good ones. So, Stage five clinger. Yes, I, that's a good one. I, so I, I say this a lot, and it's weird, but like I always, often will, someone will ask me something, and I'll say, can I say yes? I mean, like, <laughs> can I say yes is just a perfect one. It's all gold. Uh, Lock it up. Lock it up. <laughs> erroneous. Erroneous. Uh-huh. We're missing the best one when he's like, when he's like, it just feels so good when you're, what does he say when you're having jo- a good time? He's joking around. Joking. It feels, feels so, so good, good when he jokes. jokes. <laughs> when you're joking around. <laughs> when she, I, my wife a lot often will say, because I'll find you. I find you. <laughs> I'm a coxman. I'm a coxman. Oh, coxman. Oh, it's amazing. That's like directly related to the girl in Get Out that makes the joke to him. She's like, oh, I won't tell him that you're a black man. <laughs> <laughs> Playing just the tip just for a second. Just the oh, that's oh, the one. Feels. That might be the number one. <laughs> right? But that's but, what but, we're but saying. Everyone say we say is like, oh, I say that a lot. Oh, I say that all yeah. the time. I almost nunchucked you. You don't even realize. <laughs> Red 7. Hot route. Hot Red route. 7. Hot Red route. 7. Oh. I don't even know what a hot... Red is red seven. What is he? Acu- route. He, he route. accuses Sack of being on steroids. <laughs> it's like chasing a fucking racehorse. <laughs> um, the uh, when when Will Ferrell's little bit, and he, what an idiot, <laughs> loser. Oh. Good, good. More for me and you. But like, and again, none of the words there. But like, I will say idiot like any you know anytime and he kicks the ottoman hard like he's annoyed he's legit annoyed so j-bone i call our friends (laughs) because of this movie i call him like our friends oh you mean j-bone like yeah j-bone i call him j-bone when when will ferrell does this dance at at one point in the movie i know this isn't a visual medium but when he's Uh, pumping his fists in the air just search gifts for will ferrell uh wedding crashers and it's the one that comes up first and then at the funeral Damn you, Roger. Damn it. Damn you. <laughs> Dude, I can, I can. It's one of the few movies, actually, too, where, like, not that we're delivering it the way that they would, but, like, <laughs> I, 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 but, but I can say the quotes back, and, and because you hear them so crisply in your head, and because of the intonation, I laugh even when I, like, I laugh at myself anytime I say them. It's one of those movies where, like, <laughs> you can take those, those quotes and just uh, really, really put them to work. I mean, if you're injured, you always got to bring up your, you got to go ice your balls and spit up some blood. (laughs) (laughs) Team player. Uh, Stop projecting on me. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Well, there's our quotes. I mean, it's like, it's nonstop. Anybody else got anything else? 
Oh, I'll, I'll talk about it in Drinking the Director. Yeah, I've got some yeah, questions let's, for this let's, fucking let's get, guy. Let's right, get to it. Let's go on to Drinking with the Director. All right, we are now on to Drinking with the Director, David Dobkin. But uh, more importantly, Drinking the Director is brought to you by Last Call Brewing. Oh, out of uh, so good. Man, our homies. And uh, a just so you know, and I think we've talked about it in past pods, but we have uh, our very co- very own BVK IPA. On the way. On the way. It is ready to go. It is getting, it is, it is building flavor as we speak. We've made it ourselves, you guys. Yeah. With the help of uh, Walter Ramirez down at Last Call, he taught us how to brew. And then he helped us. uh, He held our hands as we brewed our first uh, batch of beer. It was beautiful. And we're going to be drinking it like within a month. Yeah, so keep, keep, you can be drinking it. And, yeah. and keep your ears out because we're going to have a, a release party. So that's in Oakdale, California, at Last Call's downtown uh, tap room. Yep. And uh, so we don't know the date for sure yet. It's probably going to be in early February. So just keep keep an eye out. Um, you know, Get ready to book your tickets and fly in uh, to Sacramento or San Francisco and make the trip out to, uh, the foothills of gold country in California. And you can uh, drink with us. We're going to be there. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to be Scotch Beck's probably going to play. Is that the word on the street? That's the live performance guy, Scotch Beck. He's going to do a live performance of take a look at my tramp stamp. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's gotta be played. played, I'm sorry, but that's going to be played. Uh, so yeah, we might, maybe even a couple of the BBK guys will jump out, jump in for a song, uh, and we'll definitely be doing a little recording there, uh, maybe a little live fan, uh, fan, fan interviews. So come on out with us. Uh, keep, keep watch our social socials, keep listening, get ready to join us for our BBK IPA release with last call. And, uh, cause we're drinking with David Dobkin. What are we drinking here? Anybody drinking anything good? I, I'm drinking something tasty that well, Nate poured for us. What do you all got? Nate, what Nate, we got? Nate poured us Red the breast. 15 year Redbreast Red Irish whiskey, correct? Yeah. So my, my wife is a is a big Irish whiskey fan. And so uh, she we were kind of on the hunt for one. I, I, it's been years now. I can't recall who made the recommendation, but. Somebody recommended Redbreast, and man, it's the it's the stuff. It's so goddamn good. Yeah, and and it's it's very bourbon esque. I would say bourbony. Like, yeah, because Nick was asking me this weekend what my favorite bourbon was, and I was like, I really like that Redbreast that uh, <laughs> Nate gave me. And Nate was like, Yeah, that's Irish whiskey. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, well, it tastes like bourbon to me. Cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's what that's what I, I I'm drinking that, and but but don't worry because I also have a, a glass of. Grenadine and diet, uh, right on the table. In case you were wondering if Nate was still disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you if you saw the socials, man, there's the the picture of his. How many bottles was it's that? It's a harem of, of grenadine. Yeah, I would say it's, <laughs> that's correct. Yeah, a murder of grenadine. So <laughs> I think harem's more appropriate. My my, my dad uh, calls me in the middle of the day, so I'd forgotten because I don't listen to our pod. I'd forgotten that uh, on the pod, uh, one of the Christmas pods, I was like, you know, yeah, I didn't get any grenadine for Christmas, but you know, hint hint. And so, like, the, that pod released that morning, uh, and uh, I was kind of like, oh, I guess it, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was the Godfather pod. And uh, and so, all of a sudden, my dad calls me, and he's like, hey, are you home? And I was like, no, man, I'm, I'll be home in like 10 minutes. Okay, there's delivery coming for 15 minutes. I was like, man, this is serious. So You're going to have to sign for it. So, all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all of a sudden, some lady shows up with two grocery bags from BevMo, which is our West Coast uh, drink. And I was like, okay, well, you know, what do you get me? I was like, do I need to sign? Because usually with alcohol, you got to sign. She said, oh, no, there's no alcohol in here. And I was like... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and I unveiled just a, a whole like probably two gallons of grenadine, three gallons of grenadine. I'm surprised just, they didn't send a bodyguard with her, like being like, "What the fuck is going on? This seems a little odd. On, Who's dude. ordering all this grenadine?" She's got eight gallons of liquid sugar. <laughs> so yeah, my dad is just looking out. Yeah, well, I've got granite. I've got enough grenadine uh, for probably a month. 
Yeah. So, oh, last there were some light bottles in that picture. Yeah, he, he, what, he is, said, what is that? A diet syrup. There was a little bit of like <laughs> some lime syrup and a couple of other things that he was like, you know, just in case you're feeling froggy, you know. Just in case you want something to taste like lime, but you want a lot of sugar in it. <laughs> so, to yeah. mix with your cherry. So my, my dad listens to our pods at like the day they release like 4.15 a.m. So he was ready. He was like biting. He was at the chomp and champ oh of the bitch. Hey, so and he, said, he, he threw out a nice little uh, post on our He on did. Our and my dad's, and my dad's awesome. He, he's, a, he's a dude that's like he's he's he my dad is the ultimate home team dude he's like <laughs> oh you're doing this I'm in. I'm all the way in. And listen like, to my kids' podcast. Oh, probably the best podcast ever made. <laughs> yeah, that's which I which which makes me feel uh, loved. And uh, my, my grandma used to do that with with Andrew with the Flying Blind. Oh, she, I, bet. I mean, she was like, "This is the best band you've ever heard." And she would <laughs> like her like sixty year old friends. She'd be like, "No, you have to listen to this oh, yeah. band. Like, you're going to buy their CD right now." The single is about being high. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Yeah. So anyway, thanks, Dad. Love you. Thanks, Keith. Uh, all right, so yeah, so I'm drinking. I'm drinking this, the red breast, and then also the uh, the signature cocktail. He is. He's alternating back and forth. His blood sugar gets low when he drinks the whiskey, and then he just goes <laughs> yeah, straight to the a little, little little pop uppers and downers. I got, I've got the <laughs> uppers I've got, and downers. <laughs> I've got the karate in the garage going. Uh, last call brewing. Uh, we're still. I think that keg's about to blow. It's getting close because we've taken down. There can't a be lot. that much left. Yeah, we've been putting the, the hurt on it. So. There's enough left in it, or there's there's there shouldn't be enough, much left in it because my wife, when I left the house today, was like, "You owe Nate so much," and I was like, "What?" And she was like, "You drink his beer every time you go over there," and I was like. That's why Nate has a keg and he doesn't drink beer. Because he say, wants people Nate to drink, drink beer. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he's going to go out there and be like, oh, the keg's tapped. I was going to drink five of these right now. That's right. The it, best uh, though is that you start drinking my grenadine, I'll be pissed. The best is your mom sometimes. She'll swing by here during the summer and, and, oh, yeah. and snag a beer, right? Yeah, my mom. Well, my, yeah, my court drink. My wife drinks. Uh, drinks. She likes the hazy, so she'll drink the beer. But uh, Yeah, Courtney drinks it, but man. I could not. I, I don't think I could have it just in my backyard like that. I think I'm too much of an addict. Yeah, well, I'd probably like try and set up some sort of IV system that just comes from the keg like into the recliner. Like, right. where's this tube going from the beer yeah. tap? You're and like, it goes to my room, and I sit on the recliner, and it goes up my butt. And that's Son, like you're how standing just, on my tube. Just constant, uh, a constant butt my, check. My beer butt tube is kinked. Somebody go check the line. It's like idiocracy. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're drinking with a director. Yeah, we're drinking with David Dobkin. Um, just a little bit. I threw it out there at the start of the pod about old Dobbs. So first he did Shanghai Nights, got him in for Wedding Crashers, the the, the career maker Wedding Crashers. But then he went on to make Fred Claus, The Change Up, The Judge, which is kind of, I don't know if you see The Judge with Robert Downey and Robert, Robert Duvall. Duvall. I haven't. I heard it's really good. It's okay. All right. Yeah. But I want to, let's not sleep on Fred Claus, but more importantly, The Change Up. Change ups. I think got, I've seen it once. Uh, Bateman Reynolds. Oh, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's funny. It's, it's fun. Solid. Oh, it's the the Freaky Friday ish one, right? It's yeah. the one where they cross streams, they cross streams yeah. into like, yeah. and then they change bodies. I, I, uh, it's funny. A lot of people have told me how funny Reynolds is in that movie, and I watched uh, it, and I love me some Bateman all day. And you, you didn't like hate it? you some Reynolds. I just don't like Reynolds. Man. I just like don't Reynolds think he's that either. good. He's funny. And, and Shanghai Nights isn't even the. That's like a part two. That's or a part number three. Two, that's right? Shanghai that's Nights the sequel. Is, is Old West Rush Hour, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not that good. Sorry, Jackie. <laughs> Sorry. I, I think you're who's great. It's, it's Jackie Chan. Who's the? Is it? It's Owen. Owen Wilson, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, that's his. That's his IMDb, and he's up for Wedding Crashers too. That's it, huh? Yeah, that, that's it's pretty short, and a lot of music videos, and then he's done various different looks like series episodes. Did he go to junior high with Owen Wilson? <laughs> because that's what it sounds like to me. I think it was with Jackie Chan. I think he, <laughs> he went to, 
junior high with Jackie Chan. <laughs> with Dobkin, though, it's like, I mean, really, you put Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson next to each other, it's just like, point camera, go, and you don't have to do much. I mean, that's... All right, all right, okay, okay, but let me play devil's advocate here. I mean, I'm not saying there's, like, phenomenal directing, but you can screw up. I mean, there's we have plenty of examples of movies where we put really good people in them, and they suck. I think he's a good and like, delegator. Is the premise good? I think it sounds like he's a good delegator. He's a good kind of... Um, he, he, I, it sounds he like Owen Wilson had an thing. issue with the script. Sounds like they had some rewrites, rewrites. Um, but they came in, Owen Wilson's like, I'm not a fan of the script, it sounds corny. So between Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn um, and all of his you know, imp- imp- uh, improvising, I think that's what he, he was able to stand back. He has this three-week pro- rehearsal that I read about where first week he works you know, with actors individually, second week he brings them all in for like a test, and then they run through the entire script of the entire movie. I'm sure it's not a lot different for a lot of directors in, in one, um, one shape or form, but... They said that that's the, that was the funnest part. They ran through it, and they worked up ideas together. And so you can imagine guys like Vince Vaughn and Christopher Walken and Owen Wilson working up these ideas, and Vince Vaughn just thinking of things. Yeah, I don't know where, where Will Ferrell was in this whole thing. Maybe he just shows up on set. Will Ferrell was on set for one day, okay. just like, uh, just just like Cliff was like, talking yeah, about. Like Cliff, he says, yeah. yeah. And, and, then, and then Will Ferrell had to decide, like, I'm, I'm in this scene with the big star, Owen Wilson. Like, am I going to fucking grab this dude and call him a fucking pussy on the, on the film or, or not? And he had to make an actor's decision. And then as far as in, in, in line with what Zach was talking about, in questionable editing is what you were saying. He said he turned to, he said he was told that when in doubt, when you're looking for someone to really, which he's probably not wrong in some way, but when you, if you're really wanting to edit a film in a great, you know, great a film, a great scene, edit a great scene in a film, turn to the NFL. And it talked about the football scene and how he kind of turned to old NFL films about how he edited that scene. And like the reactions from the ladies when uh, Vince Vaughn gets hit, and like he's that's I mean, what he it's said a he great, did. That's a great. It's scene. a great scene. It's a great scene, but still kind of weird. You don't hear a lot of people directors saying that they turn to the NFL to learn how to edit a great NFL. You scene. know, they, they led a lot of cinematography back in the day. I've seen a lot of NFL films, and it's a lot of a ball spiraling through the air, <laughs> just like a close up on the ball spiraling. I love those yeah. ball spiraling. <laughs> Wait, big they, hit. They, play, oh, they put the Rocky music the on there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the Rocky music. I grew up on NFL there. films. I love yeah. NFL films to death. Like, yeah. and I, I always was like, no, cinematography and stuff is all, is all but really Brad, neat. Every pass that is on NFL films is John Elway oh, yeah. hucking the ball and then a close a up on the ball. Spiral slow-mo is beautiful it's as art. it just arcs across the sky and, and lands the guy, in and, Dwight and Clark's the, arms. The, the Steve Sable and someone who. And there's the ball floating through the air <laughs> onto the majesty of the Green Bay Packers. All right. Well, <laughs> so, well since we're here, I got I got a lot. I want I want to talk. You about got NFL football. films takes? No, I want to talk about the football scene. It's the best scene in the movie. I don't hard like it. hard disagree. On, I don't on that. Like it at all. Scene in the movie. That's the best like scene it. in the movie. But I love it. I I, 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 lo- so I love that good. scene. I just don't think it, I la- It's it's. It maybe is the one that I laugh the hardest at, like over and over again, and the really? physical comedy. Oh man! So Vince Vaughn yelling "Hot Route, Hot Red Seven. <laughs> that part's good. So I dig funny. that. Everything Zach does little, the entire time. He, where even the little arm gestures that he's doing, which is like, what are you? What is he doing? Like, giving like baseball signals. <laughs> the, 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 well, yeah, he's in a three-point stance. He's like giving signals. I'm like, what? 
the friend. I don't know. It bothers me. I don't know why it bothers me. But it's great because he's not a football player, but he's so overly confident because he's more athletic than these dudes. It's uh, it's. I think it's great. It's and, exactly and he, how it would be. And he lays the he lays Vince Vaughn out twice, and Vince Vaughn is just it, like just dying, right? And the it's the one spot where Owen Wilson. Like I actually don't love Owen Wilson in this, but it, it's one where like they play really well. Like I, I really kind of like his like you know the way he plays. He's just disgusted. About, with just it. disgusted. Nate, you with you him. almost killed somebody in a church because they like fouled somebody. Like I'm assuming if no, this happens no, to you, no, no, you're no. jumping yeah, up Nate, and fighting. You're you're throwing down immediately if some stranger so, did this to you. So funny enough, no, he pro- came pro- to pro- my no. Pro- 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 I was just say probably not. I, if 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 he did, a stranger did it to one of you, I probably would have fought Sack. You would have attacked. You would. Have, you would have. I would have. What would have happened? I would have been like, like next play to be to be like I'm going to give him fight you because you hit me hard. No, 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 no. Even on the second play. one, exactly. No, no. Next play, you would have been. You would have declined him. You know, that's not my. That's not my style. I, I definitely would have been. Might have put him on notice. The second one, and been like, all right, well, we're going to fight next. Time. Nate, what would you have done if you had like a large pair of metal scissors? <laughs> yeah, I feel like you jump <laughs> on and you say, hey, okay, you could, you could say, good hit, man. You do that again, and I'm fucking punching you. I mean, I used to play basketball with this dude. Um, this this guy was kind of an older dude. And he was real dirty. I played a lot with him. And uh, he kind of had a reputation for doing this. Actually, I didn't know. later. Years later, some of the guys told me that, that I had kind of corrected this. But he uh, he was always, like, locking up and, like, doing things to, like, wrench my shoulder. And, like, I was, like, notorious for playing in a way that I was, like, you can foul me. I'll never call foul. I'll never. Because I'm, like, yeah, we should bang. You know, this is how we play. But that dude was constantly doing things that was, like, not in the game and, like, trying to rack my shoulder. So, like, two or three times into a game he did that. And I was, like, you know – if you try to hurt me again, like we're gonna fight, like that, like I just you're not gonna do it. Like I'm not mad about this one thing. I'm just saying if you keep trying to hurt me, like it's gonna be a problem. And he never did it again, and it was all good. But it wasn't like it's not that kind of thing. I'm not I, my my style is not to be like I'm gonna be mad about this one play. I'm just like if you push me across the line, but that's I, it's I it's a hundred percent out of line. They're playing touch football. Oh, I I, I totally agree. I'm not <laughs> saying it's not a line. I'm just saying I don't I don't think I would have gotten up in five. But maybe if, it now, was, if he would have like ran out there and like like decluded a girl or something that would have been hella funny <laughs> i think it's i think it's a hundred percent i'm not even sure where we're going if with this gloria but went out there and <laughs> <laughs> over end she gets a whoo i don't know i i love that scene though and, and i and i think that like bradley cooper so if you look at bradley cooper that's the other thing it's like I mean, this is where he really gets going, right? This is is this first. his earliest, like, uh, popular thing? So I he, don't know. So he has Hot Wet American Summer. Wet Hot on, American Summer. I mean, Wet Hot American Summer, and he's on Alias as <laughs> Hot a Wet regular. American Summer was the uh, the porn version. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that. I know that one much better. <laughs> the girl's name was Summer. Um, and then uh, he's a regular on Alias, but, like, not real well-known. So he's pretty small. And, 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 you know, Hangover doesn't come for, like, four more years. Yeah. So this is like, you know, in some ways, this is his introduction. I mean, I think this gets him really going. Um, as it, as uh, rightly so. I mean, he's he's he's, he's incredible a killer. And that, and that's what I would ask the director. I'd be like, you know, are you happy that you had these these fucking stone cold killers in your movie? Because that's the only reason that people know who you are. My question is completely related because my question would be <laughs> if you couldn't make this movie with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Who would you have gone with? Like, who who's the pair that that makes this movie anything near what it is as far as the comedy goes? I think that just speaks to how shitty Ryan Reynolds is, is because he tried to do the same <laughs> thing with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Bateman. Bateman's a straight man. Reynolds is supposed to be the comedy, and uh, you know, is that as big a movie as Wedding Crashers? I don't think so. Well, I mean, what, do, who, who can we say? I mean, who would who would be a pair that that might have been able to do this? I mean, oh, there's lots. Will of them. Ferrell, obviously, that's I think somebody that they they wanted to be in it. But the Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg combo. 
Maybe. They could have done it, but it wouldn't Mark have been Wahlberg, as funny. Yeah. Well, Mark Wahlberg would have had well, to have played. Well, you've got to think that they have, have to be have played at Vince least, part. they have to be at least decent enough looking to be believable to go to crash weddings right. and, and, and and like sleep lie and bang chicks. Right? And Wal- Wahlberg would have had to play Vaughn's part. The like slightly off, off, you know, off tilt kind of little psychotic um, ladies man and Will Ferrell like the sensitive one. But like, does that because because Mark Wahlberg can be funny, so then would have been it would have flipped to Will Ferrell part. Owen Wilson's part would have been, you know, carrying the movie would have been funnier. But I don't that, I don't think that movie works. What about Affleck Damon with Affleck playing like the kind of the uh, the Vince Vaughn role? I did think about Damon for the Owen role, but I don't know. I don't think neither of them are. You funny don't think Affleck could throw like the 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 ranting and stuff? See what makes like the Vince Vaughn part, which I wrote a couple different times down, is just he's the dude. Everybody wants, you know, you want to have part of, you want that, or you want to be that guy. You want to be him in some fashion. I want to I be agree. that confident. I want to have that much fun. You want to be that confident. You want to be that 6'5". And you want to be that, able yes. to talk your way out of any situation, which is basically Vince Vaughn's thing, right? Like, I mean, the entire opening scene with Vince Vaughn is just him talking to the girl, just like making facial expressions. I don't even think she says anything the entire time, right? Well, and I mean, I asked, you know, is this the is this movie the most Vince Vaughn character of Vince Vaughn playing Vince Vaughn? Like, maybe it's old school, right? You could argue that it's there, but there's no movie where, I mean, you know, the thing that is the quintessential Vince Vaughn, he's, I think, the best at in this movie. Um, yeah. And, and I, and I, you know, I think a lot of people are, feel critical of actors in this way. And I would say that, you know, to Vince Vaughn's credit, even though I don't know that there's a lot of examples of it working really well, he's tried some other, you know, we talked about psycho earlier, but he's tried some things in like the second season of true detective. And I don't, I don't love him in the second season. I, I, of true I don't, detective I'm not saying I, that I'm not saying that's great, but, but, but part of the reason is because like, you just want, like you never get tired. I never get tired of Vince Vaughn being the Vince Vaughn doing the Vince Vaughn shtick. To be never. fair, I, I don't think it was Vaughn that ruined the second season of True Detective. It, it wasn't. It was the yeah. writing and the, the writing editing. was awful. Yeah, yeah. It was bad. You guys so, see so Into my, the Wild? Yeah. So I think he's a great tiny little part in that. Do you remember him in that? Yeah. 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 No, he is great in that. So, That's a good point. So my quick Vince Vaughn story is that uh, we we went to Disneyland for my my friend's 40th birthday and uh, late night, really late night in Disneyland, some of our friends, our group are kind of split up and people are kind of doing their own thing. Uh, a couple of people went on Pirates of the Caribbean and they saw Vince Vaughn by himself getting on Pirates of the Caribbean with like, they had a plaid, which is like the people that kind of walk around with him. And just, they said he looked disheveled and weird. Like, like he looked just like maybe drugged or something, but he was on his own. With like a, a Disney person escorting him, it's tough for a guy that carries legit weight and isn't wearing makeup and is six five to look put together at all times. I bet, you yeah. Know what I mean, but just hanging out at Disneyland on his own. I mean, he's, so, so Lieutenant Dan, who we had on the training day pod and who judged that the the cop duos, um, didn't he? He he claims that he occasionally is on. Is it World of Warcraft or what's the video game that Lieutenant Dan plays? Are you outing that Lieutenant Dan as a dork be. right now? Oh no, no! Lieutenant Dan is a dork. He is. Oh, he's, he's a <laughs> he's a dork he, that he, will kick the shit out of you. Yeah, but he's, he's a, dork. a super dork. Dan, are you coming out of the dork closet right now? <laughs> no, no. But Dan, but Dan, whatever video game he plays, he says Vince Vaughn's on there, and like you can tell because you know his voice is so distinct. But he's like, yeah, occasionally he's on, and you'll talk to him and play with him. Yeah. Anyways, he's like, I, I I get the feeling he is kind of a, like a straight up. He's just kind of a normal dude in a lot so of he's ways. He's like his character in the breakup. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so here's a question for you, Nick. 
is he really first team all state quarterback? No. I mean that because I was like, and, and is he and is that supposed to be true or is he supposed to be just like bullshit? He's full of shit. He also and said also he's a said venture he's, capitalist. Or well, that's what I'm wondering. Is like, is he because? But he's telling, he's telling. Uh, well, making it rain is a basketball term too. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you. Might. I'm just saying. I didn't know if it, I didn't know if that was like a thing, but but uh, no, he couldn't. Well, because someone mean, like Zach, he's full if of someone shit. like Zach is he's, coming he's at an all state. Six Nick, five Nick, quarterback. You think, he, you think he just pushes him out of the way? We you think he's like a Ben Roethlisberger. He's he's breaking. He's breaking Sack's ankles. Sack's not touching him. Like, he's or like, he's stiff arming him. Or did you guys not see Vince Vaughn play football in Rudy? I don't. Run. <laughs> yeah, not, not a football a point, player. But I don't oh my recall. lord! He takes a pitch and like he runs. Very, Rudy comes up and sticks him, and he just does not look like he's supposed to be fumbling. <laughs> and the way he runs, <laughs> oh, it's bad. he like prances. Yeah. And he gets destroyed. All right, all right. Let's let's move on. We're stepping on all of my fucking shag snag body bags right now. We've killed every shag snag body bag that I have in this drinking with the yeah. fucking director. Are we ready to get out of drinking with? The no, director? God, no. no. Let's we talk haven't. about Shanghai Nights. So I don't want to talk about Shanghai Nights. When Jackie Nights. Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, Brad. Fuck. Our audience Scott, wants to... is is uh, Shanghai Nights your favorite movie of all time? Oh, yeah. Oh, good, obviously. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about Shanghai Nights about? Was, was that a COVID joke? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> how much did the... How much did that the, took me a second. How much did the Clary family wedding cost? Oh, I mean, uh, this would be a great... Half a mil? Rich people weddings. I don't, half a I mil? Mean, whatever. I, we should, I should ask. If it's a half a mil, this dude's got three daughters. He's just dropping half mil, half mil, half he's mil. He's a senator or he's, he's the uh, secretary? Secretary. 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 Uh, yeah, 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 he's probably getting that vaccine money. But he's old. He's old. <laughs> he's, he, I mean, he's clearly old money, right? I mean, this yeah. is the, yeah. so he's somebody who's not, you know. Him and the lodges. Well, yeah, because they yeah they say the family is like one of the most yeah. old, like traditional families of all time in the United States or whatever. So I mean, I, I got to say he's got lineage. I got to think it's probably at like uh, between three and five hundred thousand. Yeah, okay. you know, hopefully, hopefully, my sister Amy will will oh, hear this yeah. and I'm, jump I'm, on our. Yeah, social I would say more, 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 more. You think more? I, I don't think, think so. Like Nate's sister throws big parties for big she, bucks. She, she, dude, she, dude she, you get she, like. People here in in town throwing like thirty thousand, forty thousand dollar weddings. No, I know, but I'm just saying. But there's only so much you can do, right? Like at some point, when you get to five hundred thousand, like how much? What else are you spending money on for a one day? I event? mean, crab cakes, open bar, uh, crab Dom cakes, crab, crab cakes, bro, bro, ba- bacon wrap, scallops, crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. Bacon wrap, scallops, Dom. Yeah, they're they're going the full meal. Just deal, the right? venue, bro. I, the venues. I'm very. I feel like I want to phone a friend here because I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, but I'm saying okay, three to five hundred thousand. Like, I had like I had like a really nice wedding that was not even close to the like, the amount of people that those guys had, and it wasn't even like a destination deal. And we're still talking just like tens of thousands of dollars. But, but how many tens? So, I mean, a couple tens. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Twenty grand. We're talking about. <laughs> talking about. I'm saying it was probably like. 20 to 40 times. Yeah, but that's the difference, dude. When I call somebody up, they're like, who is this? I'm like, it's Zach. They're like, I don't know who the fuck who? that is. And they're like, oh, it's eight grand. <laughs> but when fucking Christopher Walken calls, they're like, yeah, it's a it's hundred grand for the f- buffet and all the crab okay. cakes. All right. Well, I'm, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm very curious. I want to hear somebody. I'd love to see somebody on when they hear this weigh in on our show. When Zach calls somebody, he says, Trapster, it's Zach. My number one question for the director I've not asked yet, which is... I want to know how much improvisation and how much script like, you know, and Nick, you talked about the sort of like, you know, the, the reads ahead of time and the kind of slow burn, a little bit of the like prep. So they kind of created things, but 
a movie like this, I you, know, you just wonder like you know how much of is it, you just letting the camera roll with a general idea of what you want to say and like a lot of the lines come out of come out of what's you know. So I, I, I and I, I looked around and couldn't find the answer to this, but I, I'm really curious if that's what happened here and how much of this was actually written. I guess we probably get our hands on an original script, but. Yeah, but you don't know if it's going to be like if that was like a postscript or if that was yeah. a script. Yeah, you know, the initial script that they sent out to the actors or whatever. Yeah, that's the that's the script that you'd want to see. But I mean, that to me, you know, that's what makes it. We've talked a little bit about this. I, I don't think I don't hate the structure of the movie as much as you guys do in in the sense that I, I don't think it's. I mean, I like rom coms and it has you know so that under that sort of undercurrent is just fine with me. But 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 this movie, you're exactly right in the sense that like. If it were just the rom-com, it was just the structure of the story, if it was just the sort of a basic script, there's just no way it becomes what it is. It's it's all about the delivery, the acting, some of the physical acting, some of the facial expressions, and just the, the way the lines come together. It makes it a whole other thing, right? I mean, it just it becomes and it, it transcends. And it's not that long of downtime from when they get kicked off of the property to um, Chaz. It's really not that long. No. It feels down because you've been going nonstop so fast, from yeah. the start of the movie. Rebecca De Mornay and the you know you the, med- the mediation from me. from the from, from the moment it starts. So I'm just wondering what's going on with Todd the whole time. I'm like, what what happened to Todd? What's yeah, he poor Todd doesn't get enough run. But but two Todd hour two hours is just he too long. It. So I mean, it should have been I think a hour forty five. Yeah, I, I think they could have cut, cut fifty. They could have cut down. That's fair. Um, I agree. You got more stuff, Nate? You sound like you were no. I mean, I ready. Just, I, I I I can save some of it um, for later. Let me make sure that I'm not I'm not missing something here. But I, I guess I you know the only other thing that I would I would point out is that like it's also a movie that has and we, we I kind of touched on this, but I do think that the, the fact that Vince Vaughn's so good and that we've got Walken in there and you've got uh, Bradley Cooper up and down the line, the acting in this is very funny. Even in, in, I think Owen Wilson is really the weak spot, but like the the kid that plays Todd, like he's funny. That is really funny. Isla Fisher is really funny in this. Um, um, is it Jane Fonda? No, no Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. Yeah, Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour is really funny in it. So like, I, I actually think that the other thing that does that makes this movie work is that it's there's talent like. 10, 12, maybe even like 15 people deep you could go to and say like they were really, you know, in their own roles were really funny. So I guess I would just say that, you know, again, the director, if, if, if the story is that he delegated really well and he let those people happen, I give him some credit for that, um, you know, partly because there's a lot of people that, you know, try and strike out and, man, this was like a total home run. And I mean, like the case in point, Cameron Crowe, <clears throat> you know, takes Aloha, which has a similar level of talent, including some overlap and just takes a shit with it and i love cameron crow right i, I mean like, i hate to say it but i mean that's like a whole nother level of talent if we're talking about just acting not comedic acting i mean obviously they're right. not as funny as vince fond of these guys but i mean that aloha movie and at what? that point bradley cooper's at like the the oh, peak he, of his powers yeah you, know, you, you got alec, you got and alec you got, baldwin and um krasinski uh, uh you got emma stone in it you mm-hmm. got i mean it's like a bunch of academy award winners and i mean it's like a, it's, 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 it's ridiculous bill murray and it's terrible <laughs> and so i'm just saying like you know the fact that this. Yeah. You know, if you if you only make one Wedding Crashers in your career and that's your highlight, you're pretty damn good. But yeah. so that so that highlights what I what I'm yeah. going to talk about in a little bit when I talk about Vince Vaughn is that when you're that like improv. I mean, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe ninety percent of that shit is written and Vince Vaughn's just improvising the ten percent. But I doubt it. They said the script was funny. Some some of the people said it was funny as shit. Jane Seymour, they like she they quoted her said it was. 
hilarious. Maybe I'm just attributing too much to Vaughn, and I just think that like Vaughn comes in with a general idea and just riffs the whole time. I heard some things were improvised, but I don't, yeah. But, 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 it, but the I mean, reason, the it, reason, what were you going to say? Well, Sorry. even that, but I mean, like, even if it, if it is in the script to get to give Vaughn his due. Like I said, it's it's a, it's the intonation, right? Like the you know erroneous, erroneous, right? So that's, like so yeah, that's there's my nothing point. funny about that except the way he says it. You know, it, it cannot be just script because there's so many movies he's done it in. That, exactly. So yeah. that's so that's exactly my point. You think about Four Christmases to to oh, use yeah. an example. These are like the the lower level Vince Vaughn movies, like The Breakup and Made, and all these different ones. I mean, he's killing it in every single yeah. one of those, and funny as hell and it's not the same writers for all those movies right right, right. i mean exactly. he's doing vince vaughn i mean I, I don't know if you can if you're a good enough writer you could sit down and be like all right i'm gonna write some vince vaughn yeah but yeah. i mean it's very specific to him the way that he delivers shit i think I mean, one of the final things to talk about i guess would be does this movie get made today is there is there is there is it too problematic in the sense that you got guys that are just basically prowling for women uh i know there was a lot of uh, there was actually at the time um, some people that were very pissed off that they used the Purple Hearts, um, the the Stolen Valor. I mean, that's. I don't think they did though. They just talked about it. Right? Well, no, they the, the Stolen Valor Act had just been. Well, yeah, they just talked about. It, but I right. mean, at the same time, they're doing that type of shit. I mean, they none of them was like, oh, that's too far. They were like, oh yeah, you got Purple Hearts. <laughs> so I mean, Stolen Valor Act is it became law not too long after that. So it was like something that really is you can get in trouble. For I mean, us. it's it's funny what we what you know what the things are that like we think hard about because you know. Not not to excuse the behavior per se or to endorse it or to be, you know, but but simply like I've seen some talk lately just now as uh, Licorice Pizza comes out and right and all this sort of like some people getting up in arms about the fact that some statutory rape going on there technically. And, you know, we see that like in old conversations about Almost Famous and stuff. Um, but some of that stuff, you know, I, I guess the question is like it depends on how it's played. Right. And this is all played as though it's like fun and cool and OK. But at the same time, it's also not sexual assault or illegal or, you know, so no, it's, yeah. it's the deceiving nature of it, I think, is what people have a problem. Sure. With, right. You're 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 trying to get something from someone by deceiving them in some way. But, and, and, and and that's like the, you know, until recently, that was the age old thing. Right. I mean, people have sold millions and millions of books like to young men saying, hey, like, tell you, you know, show a girl a receipt that says you have a bunch of money in your bank account and she'll want to go out with you or whatever it is. You know, well, not like, go out with you. You'll, she'll want to. Tom, yeah. Tom Likas <laughs> like made laid. a whole career out of like f- telling people about this ridiculous shit that is supposed to be able to get girls to sleep with you. And, and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. But I think people nowadays are much more, uh, you know, in tune with. Yeah, just kind of that 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 can be problematic, especially to certain people that have that have had certain experiences, which is 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 legitimate. But it's kind of like Godfather; you got to frame it in the in the. I mean, is it shitty to say that you frame this movie and when it came out and when it came out, like there was nobody talking about having problems with it, as far as I knew. Um, and now it's nothing. I, I hear nothing but people having problems with it, which kind of sucks because it's a great, funny movie. But maybe well, it yeah, does the, kind the, of perpetuate the, some some shit that shouldn't be. The funny parts to me, like the opening scene, is just like whatever. It's all their interplay is what makes us hilarious. It's it's Vince Vaughn and and Owen Wilson going back and forth and barbing each other, and and especially once they're at the house and like and Vince Vaughn's getting so pissed off. I mean that's that's the stuff that resonates. It's like the premise of the movie to me is just kind of almost superficial. It's like it, it almost doesn't even matter. Well, it's also, I mean, I, I think you know, you can't ignore the fact that they're obviously going to the weddings in significant part to try to hook up, but the separate part of the concept. And one of the things that I was going to sort of, you know, kick out was, you know, our weddings, the best parties. Like, I mean, you know, and there's some part of the premise here that is like, 
it's not the th- part of the fantasy for me that's really fun. Like I, I actually love a wedding, and like it wasn't. I w- I don't love it because I want to go try to hook up. Like it's just a fun party, right? And some of what's fun about the beginning of it and funny about the beginning of it is actually not at all the stuff about the the them you know trying to trying them to, like, talking to the old people exactly. at the table, jabroni, and, yeah, they're all singing, laughing, doing you know? shout and all that. Stuff. Yeah, so like there's some parts of the premise itself that I think is is really separate from the problematic stuff. So I, I think there's a lot of good there that you know if if you frame really, it as a redemption story, and these guys are like kind of low lives that are deceiving women to sleep with them in the beginning and then they fall in love with isla fisher and rachel mcadams and then they you know decide they want to be monogamous and be with them and tell them the truth and all of that right if you frame it in that it's not problematic but i think people's issue with it is that it's glorifying it or something i'm not i mean isn't it guys going out like if they were going out to a club to get girls and none of the girls that they've that they got were that they were hitting on were they were all their age like no, for these, sure. that's not weddings. the issue the issue is that they're telling them that they're something that they're not right they're, they're lying they're doing things yeah. yeah i mean they're crying they're they're, they're doing that kind yeah. of stuff they're sleeping with these women because the and these women think they're sleeping with somebody that they're not sleeping with right, right? yeah that's the issue that's the problem but those dudes those dudes made weddings fun i mean jesus you look at that opening scene i mean they're yeah. they're making balloon animals for the kids they're doing all sorts of stuff I and mean, he spent a lot of time on that bike i'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't a that wasn't a two minute project. <laughs> I'm going to make you the bicycle, but I don't want to make you the bicycle. <laughs> so take it, take it, the hyena. Your hyena. <laughs> All right. Are we done drinking with Dave? I, I think so. so. All right. Later, Dave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by Beckwith and Gray Mediation Services. Did you catch your husband banging a stripper named Sparkles? Did your wife steal all your money out of the bank account to buy meth and exotic jungle animals? Are you looking for a solution to your frequent flyers dispute? Well, look no further. At Beckwith and Gray, we'll remind you why you love that person in the first place, but more importantly, why you need to get out and get some of that strange ass. So split up those miles, sort out your DVDs, divide up the sex toys, and then go get laid like you're a freshman at a frat party. Beckwith and Gray, getting you that strange since 1997. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's such a great recommendation. You know, you just need some strange. <laughs> All right, we are on to Shag Snag Body Bag. And uh, Bradley, I want to know what are you shagging out of a uh, wedding crashers? You know, we've we've talked about a little bit. We've talked about a lot about Vince Vaughn, and, and my specific thing about Vince Vaughn is any Vince Vaughn rant when he starts getting into rant mode, um, whether it's in Swingers or Old School or Wedding Crashers or Made, and he's got that agitated rant, Lock the wild eyes, yeah, and he's just he's just going off and he's just spitting fire i love it i mean there's there's not much better when vince vaughn starts going off about something and he's he's making weird analogies and he's just getting fired up uh yeah that's the way to go and and i love that he got to do that quite a quite often once he gets to the house in this movie so good times and that vince tower vaughn. of food 
that he put together. <laughs> Are you he dumps a little me? syrup a little on top? Syrup, the a little flavor? Food is, uh, a little flavor? Can I have some flavor? I get hungry every time. <laughs> Uh, I, and then he says, "I'm not going. I'm not going to sit with you." Sit with you. <laughs> and then he goes right next door, <laughs> like right across from him. Yeah, it's uh, uh, beautiful. So I'm uh, I'm shagging Bradley Cooper here. Like I just he he's fire for me. Um, I'm I, I to be honest, I, I I could watch the football scene over and over and over again. I could watch an hour long just like expansion of that football scene, and I would never stop laughing. And I. Bradley Cooper, just his physical acting. And I think maybe part of it, too, for me, if I'm going to elaborate a little, is I don't think of Bradley Cooper as, like, a great physical actor in those kinds of roles. And he's so funny. Like, his physical comedy, the just the little subtlety of him, like, getting up, touching his head and doing all these weird signs and stuff as he's there on the line. He's more of a straight man later on, right? Yeah, I mean, well, especially yeah. in, like, comedic stuff that he's in. He's, he's well, you think about the hangover, man, right? Like, yeah. he, he's... It turned he's, him into that. He's the wild guy, card. Kind of. He's like a straight humor. man heartthrob guy in... In, uh, in the hangover? In, in hangover, for yeah. sure. He's not slapsticky at all. He's, he's like, the brash one, like... Of yeah. all of them, he's yeah, not oh, the yeah. straight lace. Like oh, Doug, no, he's not. Doug Doug is, no, he's a, he plays it straight. He's not zany and wild. Yeah, he, he's like his, his his his. It's a little bit dr- like not quite dry humor, but a little bit like under, a tiny bit understated. Certainly not like because at Sack Lodge, he's just like over the top yeah. brat dude. Like, well, I'll freaking, say, yeah, you know? Wedding Crashers threw me for a loop because being a wet hot American summer fan, going from where he plays the uh, he's helping host the musical. Yeah, and he's the one of the uh, he's helping with uh, uh, what's her name, Amy, Amy Poehler, and they're doing the musical, and then he of course has the one of the greatest gay love scenes of all time with the <laughs> Michael Ian Black, and I was like, okay, who's this dude? This guy's kind of funny, and then all of a sudden he's sack, and I was like, oh, now he's playing like macho, like crazy hetero dude, and it was like, okay, it's so called range, bro. He's got some range. I, I love, I love it. it. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll t- Bradley I'll, Cooper impressed me in that movie. Just just put it put an IV straight in to straight in. Let me have all the Bradley Cooper. So Zach, Zach no, no, it's all you, Zach. So, so my shag is uh, I'm going to pivot because my shag was going to be Sack Lodge, but what I'm going to pivot go is is a the big Sack Lodge scene is the football scene, and my my one of my favorite things. This is going to sound douchey, <laughs> but I'm going to embrace it. One of my favorite things is playing sports with people that don't play sports. <laughs> <laughs> because, dude. You know what I'm saying, right? Like all of us like played competitive sports, not to like a super high level. Like Nick played a pretty high level, but you know what I mean? Like we were all like pretty coordinated and played a bunch of games with balls. And every once in a while you come across a dude that's like real gung ho and wants to play. Oh, yeah. Or like even even dudes that can be like sort of douchey and like kind of weird, but like obviously they have they've like never done this before and it, it can be it can be really fun. And yeah, playing so, against somebody like Sack would be super fun. No, 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 no. That's exactly my point. You're sack in this situation. No. You're playing against people that aren't necessarily super athletic. Wait, who are we talking about? No, no. About I well, Zach, I'm, Zach, I'm, I'm not, the, he likes to ball up on somebody who doesn't know how to play. I'm saying so that you're it's saying fun. Like, we are <laughs> you and I collectively and our group are collectively sack in this situation. No, I'm saying that if we were like if if like us four were to go to like a bunch of like say like say one of us was a big academic and had like four colleagues that were like, hey, you guys want to play football? <laughs> And then we were like, okay. <laughs> they were like and into we, it. And, and we, we met up at the university them. and went onto the football field and we're going to play a little flag football. It would be so much fucking fun because. If, you know what no, I'm saying? If, no, if, I absolutely know. If that were true, that, I, I, that, were true, that may or may not have uh, played out. And I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you off air. <laughs> That's about actually it. happened. 
Exactly my point. That shit is fun. Like you ever do like the company softball game and there's like always yes. the girl that's like never put a mitt on or thrown a ball or swung a bat ever in her life. And it doesn't matter what you do, but like people are gonna think you're good at it because you're you've played like little league in third grade. Oh, at my, at my <laughs> job, at my job, people think I'm like a legend on the softball. Yeah, field. exactly. Cause, my cause point. We have like, the staff student softball game, and I go out there and I on the on like the, the, the high school girls' fence, I'll rip like three homers in the you're game. You're proving my exact point right now. Like when you like all I of a sudden, all like, my other teachers are like, "Damn, he's a baller." And Brad, and Brad, you played baseball through what about sixth grade? <laughs> yeah. Eighth grade was my last year. You find yourself playing basketball against like some seventh graders and all of a sudden you're lebron james <laughs> like there is nothing better than that you know what i mean posterizing that's all i'm saying i'm saying i know i know how zach feels during that game he was pumped up the only thing that zach confused me right. about zach really quick was that he doesn't actually the the hand signal thing makes me feel like he's just a rich east coaster who hasn't played a game of actual well, he's football got, he's, got a rug, he's got a rugby like a jersey yeah, he, he looks like he's played some right rugby. he looks like yeah. he's played like junior higher he looks like, like freshman rugby to me is what he looks <laughs> he's like. probably lacrosse or rugby oh, for yeah. sure in that yeah. east coast and that's elitist. the kind of that's what confused me is like that's the dude that i'd want to smoke on a football field okay and I, and I would i get i get where i get where you're going with that yeah that's it, all I'm saying. The hand signal stuff was like, who the fuck is that? You've never played sense. football before. That's cool. Um, Hot route. Right. Yeah, that Vince Vaughn, that all state. That's the one that hit the audibles. That's the one. Maybe all league. Maybe not all state. Maybe all league. Um, all league in the, yeah, in the, some little small league. Yeah. In the, in, the DC, in the DC league. Um, all right. I'm shagging. Shout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought about this. So this came out in 2005. We were about ready to graduate college, and a right, you know, right about that time, all of our friends, all of, all of my friends, are getting ready to get hitched and getting married. So I went from 2005, going to a string of weddings, and I felt like it was every year, every other year. And this movie, and I just, I told my wife, like Vince Vaughn in this movie, in that montage with Shout playing, first of all, is amazing, and he's pouring champagne over people, like he's raging. <laughs> We're he would, mid, get, we're, we're he would fucking, get punched, I we're, think. We're mid-20s, and we're still raging. You know, we're coming out of college. We're in rage mode. And what Vince Vaughn was doing at that wedding is like a halfway dream of like a college kid. Like, oh, this wedding looks, oh, my God. Like, and it, it just it looks fun. It way, looks fun, but I, I still think no, I know some real mean. wedding he's it's, getting punched. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> never, never would that happen ever. But, um, but it's all done to shout. And the way that they re-edited it to make it like – intensifies it builds and it builds and it builds and like you know the women falling they don't you know they have their bra on first and all of a sudden it's you know it's naked boobies and you're like oh geez and you're a college student and you're like okay wow this really um but uh it is a solid montage but nick i'm gonna break your heart right now that when melissa and i got married okay we talked to the dj oh. we requested specifically don't have shout so my That's bad, dude because it's a great wedding so song. my wife that was that was not one of her like favorite and i you know a family, an extended family member said, you got like two or three decisions to make, like in this wedding process, you know, and you know, your wife's making the rest of them. And I just, <laughs> you get I to choose her, whether I you get to shout. I just, it's fun. You gotta That's put all your, I'm saying. You got to put your foot down, Nick. It's I all mean, fun. On the important issues, you got to be like, no, we're having shout. <laughs> was it, was it, was it on the playlist? Oh yeah. It was on our playlist. Okay. It made it. I got low, bro. and she didn't hate it. She didn't hate it. She understood where I was coming from. Oh, and the no, thing we, is, we actually had low, like 
get low, low, low. No, actually, that was, I think, after our, our wedding. I was proud of our playlist at our wedding. Oh, it was that sick, was a good dude. time. Um, uh, but I think Shout's a quintessential wedding song, dude. I mean, like, I think it so gets too. people pumped up, people on the dance floor. That's the only thing that matters at a wedding. They get silly. They get stupid. And there was a, a stage, because of this movie, I got stupid for a phase where you get low and you start, like, when you get a little, <laughs> little bit softer now... And you start like turning. You can command a crowd if you're you're the one in the middle, like commanding everybody. So I did that for a stretch, and I got (laughs) a story, and I'm not going to name any names. Nick was the uh, dance floor captain, but there was a stage when I like just like owned it. At that point, I was like at like peak happy drunk, and like it would always come on at the perfect time. And when it get a little softer now, a little softer now, and I worked my way to the the floor, and I'm and on the just, floor, like, laying on the ground, I'm on your laying back, on the ground, kicking on your my legs back, and shit. kicking. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I know, kicking my legs. As Zach knows the story. And one of our good friends is, are all these people are over me, like looking up, like just like yeah, shout, shout. And I'm kicking my legs up, and my best friend's wife has her head over me, and I didn't know this until the next morning, because nobody told me i didn't feel the you connection didn't i didn't feel the happened. connection when it happened <laughs> what'd you do but Nick? the next morning what are you the next, skipping the, next, the story what did I'm you not do skipping it i'm trying to tell it i don't know until cleanup the next morning i'm feeling hungover i'm feeling a little you know groggy i had a co- cup of coffee i get told by my friend the next morning hey thanks for kicking my wife in the face <laughs> like what? when did i kick her in the face Oh, oh yeah, when yeah, you were on the ground, shout, you kicked up. You were looking at you were yeah, a little bit softer now. It was a little bit harder now. <laughs> a little bit louder now. He's like, fuck it. Oh, really? Oh so <sighs> that happened and I can thank Shout for it. I can thank Vince Vaughn for it, really. That's and folks, awesome. that's why you don't have shout at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> or that's why you have shout at your wedding because we all it. have that story. Well, I, oh, the next so wedding, she was okay. There was no broken, there were no broken noses. I thought you forgot to throw the punchline there. I didn't know you were. No, missing I was. Would you think he was not going to tell us? Uh, she she uh, still has a very beautiful face. So you she's fine. We're friends. <laughs> we're good. Shout! Uh, I, I danced to shout many times after that. Yeah, well, I, I learned my uh, lesson. I requested at the next wedding uh, we're at together, or maybe even just the next place with a dance floor, we put on shout and you recreate that. Oh, oh I got to stretch out before I do. Dude, it. Is the next wedding we're gonna be at is like one of our kids or something? No, 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 no. That would mean we're old. Uh, we're super young. But so. that's a good question, Brad. I don't. I don't the next wedding we're gonna be at is uh, whatever wedding it would be at. It would be very weird if I go out on that dance floor and start dancing <laughs> nope, like that to show you exactly correct. <laughs> All right. I was so in we are going space. to encourage you like crazy. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, there right. will be All a right. lot of peer pressure. Oh, so are we fun. snagging? Yeah, we're snagging. Nate, you want to snag? First? Yeah, I want to snag Vince Vaughn. <laughs> oh, you. And I'm sorry, but but I'm going to snag something very specific. Um, for me, Vince Vaughn is it's all it's it, unlike. I mean, he says some funny things, but with Vince Vaughn, it's all about how he says it. So for me, Vince Vaughn, it's Vince Vaughn, the Vince Vaughn delivery. Right. Like I, I actually think that you could almost it's kind of like Mikey, uh, Mikey McD and uh, Rounders. Right. He's like, I just play it blind. Like, I almost think you could write anything. A hundred percent. And let him just say it. And he'd say it in a funny way. Like, I, I think and this gets back to our early discussion about, you know, was the script funny or not? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Like, does it, it almost doesn't matter with Vince Vaughn. He just his delivery of uh, totally run of the mill lines, I think, would in the right situations just always be funny which is part of why i wonder like you know i bet he's just an absolute riot in real life 
Like I bet you know, I bet he's he'd be so much fun right. to hang out with. Has um, because yeah. except know, when he has no friends at Disneyland, parts of the Except then, he's probably uh, got season tickets. He just need, he probably took like a few hour break to ride pirates. You know, what I mean, a few times. Yeah, yeah, why not? That's how he winds down. Anyway, that that's my my snag is Vince Vaughn's uh, delivery. I'm gonna snag. Uh, you know what? And it, it might not be a, a consensus pick, but Owen Wilson. You know what? There's one thing about Owen Wilson. You never see him like angry or pissed off. He's just always got that chill vibe. He's got almost got it's I know he's not a, a California dude, but he's, it's like that surfer kind of like laid back vibe. Um, the Wilson brothers all seem like great dudes. They all seem like very like just nice guys. And uh, he seemed like he'd be a good hang. I know he had some some pill issues for a while. But other than that, I don't know. He just seems like he'd be fun to hang out with. Like he's just always kind of good natured. He's always got that little smirk, that little smile. I like him, and I like him in other stuff. I just don't love him in this. I mean, he, he does his job. I think I think he, he does his job for sure. 100%. He always does his job. And and uh, he was recently on Loki for for your Marvel fans, and and he was enjoyable on that. Like I like Owen Wilson. He shows up on screen. I'm always smiling. There's never I'm like there's never a time where I'm like oh Owen Wilson. I'm always excited. So there you go. What do you got, Zach? I got I got the exact same snag as Nate Vince Vaughn. Playing Vince Vaughn—that's that's all I want. I want Vince Vaughn being Vince Vaughn all the time in all the movies. He doesn't branch off from being Vince Vaughn very often, and if he just sticks right in his wheelhouse, even the stuff that doesn't land super well, like we talked about earlier, like Four Christmases and uh, you know these the made in these different movies, he just kills it in all of them, and I just love him. I'm you. I'm I'm with you guys with Vince Vaughn. Um, from 2003 to 2009. He had small parts in 16 movies. Wow. From 2003 to 2009, old school. Um, some of these I don't know the names of. Um, Love Your Work, Black Ball, Starsky and Hutch, Anchorman, Dodgeball, Paparazzi, um, Thumbsucker, Be Cool, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Wedding Crashers, The Breakup, Into the Wild, Little... Uh, Right hand turn to a different drama. Then you got Fred Claus, Four Christmases, Couples Retreat. The majority of those are all Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn playing Vince Vaughn. Will Ferrell doesn't make that many movies playing Will <laughs> playing Ferrell. Same, yeah, I know, but yeah. that's, a, a, that's a great comparison because they're they're the same type of in dude. that sense. Yeah, right. And like you know, and I've missed I've missed Vince Vaughn. It's been a while. And true, to, and ever since True Detective, like I saw him playing that part in True Detective season two, and I found myself saying, I I just want old Vince Vaughn. So um, he's yeah, got to be at a him. weird age where it's like, what do you put him into? Like, is he gonna now? He's like kind of a tweener where it's like he's not a grandpa, but he's not. Right. He's like a, he's got to play a right. dad, of course. So we but. haven't watched it yet, but uh, that that movie North Hollywood, where he plays a dad of a skater in like the early eighties, uh, looks looks interesting. Okay, um, it's for ninety nine cents on Apple. Check it out. Hey Nick, what are you body bagging? Let's hear it. You you go right. To you know, you. I was like, I was gra- I, I was kind of reaching a little bit, but. When it got to the end, and I was just trying to pick things apart, Claire getting ready to walk out on her sister's wedding just because she really couldn't take Owen Wilson, like she was too emotionally distraught. She was getting ready to walk out on her sister's wedding. That's, at a, red, the that's altar a red flag in front of that's everybody. A red flag. I mean, for real, dude. This, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? This bitch is laughing out loud at her sister's wedding. Like, her freaking, older sister laughing yeah, out loud. Exactly. Younger it's sister, like, she's bouncing because she's emotionally, she's a little emotional. And then that's when the romantic ending, you know, comes to a climax there. But yeah, pretty lame. Let me let me just follow you up right there because my body bag, and this goes back to crazy stupid love, interrupting big events for an unrelated <laughs> monologue. Vince Vaughn 
I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Owen Wilson. You're going to get your ass kicked. You cannot step up at somebody's wedding and start professing your love and think that it's going to go okay. Like, that shit should not go down. You just ruin, essentially. I mean, I know, you're, I know your best friend's rooting you on, but at the same time, there's a bunch of people who don't know the fuck you are, and they're like, why are you interrupting our friend, our relative, our daughter, our cousin's wedding, and you're just trying to just say how much you love this, this is girl? their time. Yeah, yeah, don't fucking do that. Like, nobody wants to see that. Nobody reacts like all like, oh, let's just listen to what he has to say. Nobody does that. The next wedding that we're at, um, right after Nick finishes uh, doing the uh, shout <laughs> thing, I'm going to grab the mic and interrupt whatever's going on and try to promote our podcast. You see how I got something to say. <laughs> BBK 2022. BBK is where it's hey, at. Let me no, tell you no a little joke, bit about it. No joke. I've been a part of that. Uh, back in the day at my at my job, at my school, um, we had a, a group. We called ourselves the Shockmasters, and we were. <laughs> it was a it was a, a teacher dodgeball thing. team, and uh, for four years straight, we had a dodgeball competition every uh, at the end of every year, and the Shockmasters either won it or we got second place, and it was like back and forth, and we were always challenging our principal. So at graduation, it was the first graduation at the Stockton Arena, and uh, we had luchador masks because that's what we do. And we ran up unannounced at graduation, and it was because it was the class that was freshman when we did our first year. They'd been with us their freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year, so they'd been with us all four years. We got out there and wanted to give them a, a shout-out from the Shockmasters. <laughs> the superintendent of the school was there, like of the, of the district was there. And I guess he ended up talking to her, like, who the hell are these guys? What are they doing? <laughs> and we jumped up. We had, like, suits on, but we had luchador masks. And we were just like, we just want to give a shout-out to the class of whatever year it was because you guys have been with us for four years. You know the Shockmasters love you. And we just want to thank you for all you've done. And congratulations, class, blah, blah, blah. And we just, like, they, we got wild cheers oh, and stuff. that's <laughs> awesome. I'm sure all the audience was like, like what the fuck no, is going on? But like, it doesn't terrible. matter. Why you got you, the cheer from the Why did kids? you just ruin my kid's graduation, you idiot? <laughs> we, I so I'm he saying did not ruin that's it. why it's now in my body bag because I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't Alter be like me. We took away from the big day just for our glory, just to be the shock masters. Al alternate ending was uh, I thought you were really going hard. You're like, we had problems with the principal. I thought you were yeah, gonna be like, we came out in our luchador mask and all like threw dodgeballs at the principal during <laughs> gave the, the principal a stone cold yeah, stunner. <laughs> well, to be fair, the principal one time while I was teaching came in with a, our athletic director and started firing tennis balls at me in the lead up. It was in the promoing of the dodgeball tournament they were firing tennis balls at me while i was teaching what? with a classroom full oh, wow. of students because they're like fun. we'll see you on friday and they just started firing tennis balls at me i was uh, like oh. i reckon you get your ass kicked for something like that, dude. <laughs> uh are we body bagging we're done body bagging no, no, no you're Nick body, and i have we've bagging. got two more body bags i want a body exactly. bag. just sitting there waiting to have something put in because i really want to body bag exactly the thing that brad wanted to snag which is oh, Owen Wilson. Wilson. that's I, not fair i i don't i don't like him in this and i maybe Come just don't on, like man. him in general yeah but i i'm yeah, I mean, wilson i'm a nice guy and <laughs> i love him in zoolander but he doesn't work in this i i just i you know what like it's weird for a movie that's this funny and this good and you do kind of connect with a lot of parts of it hillbilly he has some funny lines but i think that <laughs> anyone the stuff that's funny that owen wilson does for me anyone would have done as funny or better white trash <laughs> no. I liked. I'm sorry. I like him, but I just don't love it. Okay. I don't love it. Yeah, but so, it, it does. It, I don't think there's anybody that makes it a much better movie. Yeah, I, I admit that I can't. His job off the top wasn't of my head. wasn't to make it better. You know what I mean? It was to. His job was just to be vibe there. off of Vince Vaughn. Yeah, but Ben I mean, Stiller. 
Ben Stiller's good at kind of falling. He can fall to the outside sometimes, but he can also Stiller, he can also be Stiller funny. Could have done it. Yeah, he would. He could have. He he might have been better. But he but he maybe is a little less believable. I find Stiller a little less believable, handsome guy. Okay. Maybe Owen Wilson wins that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. So my my issue is is a hundred percent with the part of the story, and I just don't understand. So so Sack calls his buddy, and he says to his buddy. These guys, John and Jeremy, right? That's what is that their names? Yeah, yeah. John and Jeremy, are they using their real last names? No, no, no. So he knows first names and two fake last names, and that they're venture capitalists. Find these guys, <laughs> and this guy comes back and calls him. He's like, Sackmaster, what's up, bro? These guys are wedding crashers, they go to weddings and crash it. How the fuck does this guy <laughs> find out that information? It's connected, dude. These Unless they've had some like crime reported or they've got some felonies against them or something. Yeah, that shit's. What not- was the Italian dude's All name? All he that has he is first out? names. He's like calling a private detective and be like, I'm looking for a guy named John and a guy named Jeremy. Can you find him? <laughs> Those and are then, very specific first names. Yeah. And here's a couple of fake last names and a couple of fake jobs that have nothing to do with their fucking litigation business. That makes zero sense. You're right. I don't get That's it. That's a good call. So that's my body bag. My 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 other body bag that I was gonna do is Christopher Walken. I think is kind of underused in this. Like he's he the, the one scene that bugs me sure. the most is when he comes in when Jeremy's all tied up and he doesn't notice it. He grabs the rope. <laughs> I, thought, I'm like, I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was I hilarious. Thought it was awesome. But I don't get it. Like I'm like, is he just that oblivious? He's the no, second. He, I, it's exactly no, the opposite. I think he he's totally a treasury secretary. Sees he sees it. He knows. He, he knows exactly. He knows his daughter's on. a freak. He's exactly. just like some shit's going down, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> and he's unbiased. Okay. Exactly. okay, I'll take that then. That's that makes sense. Okay. When he tu- when he grabs it <laughs> and grabs tugs it. on it, <laughs> I'm glad I did not bite it. He doesn't speak about it. So in his mind, he's thinking like, God damn, my my daughter ties a good knot. That's a good knot. She's been sailing for a while. Okay, I knows. I respect that. Now I'm glad I did not make that my buddy. He knows the deal. Oh, tummy sticks. <laughs> tummy what do we? All right, we are on to cameo. Bradley, you're taking us. Take us there. Yeah, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I checked on cameo. You would think with this movie, kind of a deeper cast. There's going to be some folks that are on cameo. I went as deep as the butler. He is the <laughs> butler, right? Is that the correct description of what that guy is? Yeah. He's watching his program. I'm watching my shows. Oh, my, my shows. Yeah. My stories. My story. There you go. Stories. I went as deep as the butler. Did not find a thing. So Wait, maybe beyond no that, cameo? not even the priest. Nah. As deep as the butler. The priest, the priest is dead. He's dead. You went dead, dead or cameo. Deep is what you're saying. Honestly, uh, without the butler, this is like the most Lily White movie that's ever been made. <laughs> the grandma's dead or cameo. Um, but other than that, what my question would be though to you guys, just for a little bit of cameo talk. Who would cost more, Vince Vaughn or Owen Wilson? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Jesus, I thought there would be some some discussion. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think Owen Wilson with Lightning McQueen, like all the kids, you think might it's want more of a cameo? comparison between Bradley Cooper and Vince Vaughn? Yeah, I'm, I'm there. As far right. as the thing like cameo, where you can get a Agreed. quotable dude like Vince Vaughn, but you don't think there'd like, be enough like parents and stuff that want Owen Wilson to be like Lightning McQueen for the kids and stuff. I don't think so. No. Is he a red car? Yeah, I do. Is he gonna, <laughs> will, he, will he will he paint his face red and dress up as a car? Put a little lightning bolt. A little red, will he go? <laughs> into, will he get into red face for it? Um, okay, no, so that's a runaway that. Vince Vaughn. Huh? And and how much are we thinking people would pay for Vince Vaughn? If five hundred. Yeah, at least starting you, at five hundred. If you could I, get I him doing like the seven. the Vince Vaughn like cadence and the riffs, oh yeah, like a minute of that is worth a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's probably makes sense. Well, I, I, you might, would you pay more for Bradley Cooper? 
No. Does he have his shirt on or off? Vince Vaughn would be more entertaining. Fair point. I can't imagine that Bradley Cooper would be that entertaining. Is he... Is he dressed up like the guy from uh, the the Lady Gaga movie? Yeah, and will he sing "Shallow" to me? <laughs> yeah, and he Vince just like—I mean, Nate would pay high, wraps a belt around. Nate his might neck. pay like a decent amount of money to have him like just like serenade you. I love me some uh, Bradley Cooper in, in Star Is Born. I mean, he's, he's okay. Bradley Cooper. Okay. I just want to get another look at you. That's right. <laughs> I, I just say that to me over and over again. That is a pretty pimp. They would have his guitar on the other end, like they're like zooming together. Yeah, well, oh, dude, if we could jam for a minute yeah, with you and Bradley Cooper, me and Bradley Cooper, and me Gaga, and, me and BC. I don't even need the Gaga, just me and Bradley Cooper. Uh, you know? me the, and Ga- ja- the Gaga is the best part of that whole <laughs> me movie. Me and Jackson Maine, man. Gaga. No, Lady Gaga. I, I love her in that, but he, she's not the best part of the movie. He's not even the best Maine brother. Oh, oh. Shots, hot shots fired. That's a mustache, though. <laughs> God damn it. That's All a right. mustache. All right. That's Cameo for y'all. Thanks, Cameo. All right. Let's just go right in. Streaming recommendations. What do you guys got? Zach. I'm going. I talked about it earlier, and I'll talk about it again. We just watched it on Christmas Eve for Christmases. I don't want to pay a, for it. We had a bunch of couples sit down. Luckily, our friend Nate, who also has free beer at his house, also happens to have the movie already downloaded on his Amazon Prime. And so we watched it on, on that, and it was fucking so funny. What movie? Four Christmases. You Didn't just, I say did that? You, I don't think uh, so. No, way. he said it. He said, I'm talking <laughs> my, about my Four Christmases. told me about this four Christ- movie, Four Christmases. Vince Vaughn, Reese Weatherspoon, John Favreau, Robert Duvall, uh, Tim McGraw. It's fucking spectacular check it out it really is funny all the way through really go I watch really it it's it. like only an hour and 25 it's not that long 28 minutes <clears throat> it's time i gotta watch it it's not even christmas anymore i gotta go watch that it's funny any time of the year um i'm gonna go with the only other movie where vince vaughn could potentially compete with wedding crashers for being vince vaughny and that's old school hmm. one of my all-time favorites uh and it is streaming for free for those people that have peacock premium the, the break wait, wait. the break up like oh, no, no, the cock it, no you're right i'm sorry it's parrot premium parrot parakeet premium parrot no, o- it's, it's only premium. shows vince that's vaughn not movies. a thing <laughs> i think it's peacock it only shows amy adams and vince vaughn movies I mean, if we could if we could start a movement just to call it the cock and just be like oh you got the cock that's what they call it on the interwebs <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my recommendation if you haven't seen it you know get with the get with the program get with the cock Bradley, okay, it's on me. I was going to ask what was playing on Stars, but <laughs> I got The Hangover 2009, Ed Helms, Cooper, Galifianakis, and the other guy. Um, we're talking about Cooper. It's when he became a star. It's one of the all-time comedies of all time. It's right up there with Wedding Crashers and Old School's Step Brothers and the Anchormans. I would, I would group Anchorman, uh, The Hangover in there. It's on HBO Max. Check it out. All right, and I'll just say real quick, if you were wondering, man, that ASMR moment has just not shown up. I heard some some crunching just a minute ago. So just turn up your speakers really loud about 10 <laughs> seconds ago, and you'll hear some crunching. There's your ASMR moment. It's fucking Zach. I know there's some people that are just like twitching right now. They're like, God damn, where's our ASMR? It hasn't been official in a couple episodes. I, I've got a couple Skittles here. Can, can we try those? Oh, <laughs> oh that's good. Oh, it's sensual. That's, that's that's not bad. Well, there's your Christmas Skittle ASMR. It sounded like Skittles, when it gets though. to be about eleven fifteen in the Bev's Video Kingdom studio, 
I get real hungry. And there's a big <laughs> bottle of cheese that's right in front of me. And I was like, I believe that was full at the beginning of the night. I, oh if, I'm my not, God. if I'm not mistaken, that thing was pretty damn full at the beginning of the night. I ate we, some we, serious we, cheese. We've found <laughs> some cheese that's right in this bottle. Yeah. Hey, well, you always complain about my popcorn, so I brought cheese this time. <laughs> you know, not much difference. So those are our streaming recommendations. Oh, wait, no, no, I got one real quick. I do. <laughs> I, I I just was I was pissed about the SMR movie. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to bring it up. Finish this. This so is a four-hour podcast. Stream recommendation: The Internship is another movie with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson together. It's not great. Eh. It's it's okay. <laughs> you get some moments. This guy from, wins. A, this guy wins a belt. Oh no, he didn't. You get mo. You get moments from them, but it's on HBO Max. You can check it out. But if you really want that same movie in a better version, you're gonna go to Disney Plus and go watch Monsters U. Monsters U is basically the same movie, but done way better, and it's Pixar. So go to Disney Plus and watch uh, Monsters U after you watch the internship. And you're like, yeah, Monsters U is way better. <laughs> is that what you call it, Monsters U? Monsters University. Yeah, we call it Monsters University. You're gonna make. House. You gotta say we call it the U. Hey, we call it the U in my house. Okay. Did you go to the U? Did you go to the U? Jeez. Mike and Sully went to the U. <laughs> they don't remind me like guys that go went to the U. <laughs> All right. You guys, we need to be there's we have someone among us who has COVID and needs to go to bed. Scott, what's your fucking alternate He's ending? Yeah, reshuffle alternate ending. <laughs> should, should we should we let the listeners know that Scott has joined us? So we did we tell nope. them? No. Nope. They don't need to know. Hi Scott. Scott's here. Scott Scotch Beck is here uh remoting in because uh well, as we've said, he has a bad case of the Rona. So uh, he's he's got an yeah. alternate ending that he just couldn't he could not uh, contain uh, as well as his COVID. So he's gonna, <laughs> right, um, <laughs> or his groupies with COVID. Yeah. He couldn't contain the groupies with COVID. So he's 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 here to tell us. Yeah, uh, no, I um, I appreciate you guys letting me uh, jump in here. Um, you know, I'm going to be judging uh, later in the week, um, but I also <laughs> was hoping before I got the Rona to actually join you guys during this pod. Um, you guys are nice enough to, uh, you know, we're going to get together. We're going to have some drinks and have a good time. And, um, but I had this idea and you guys are nice enough to let me, uh, chime in on this first. So, um, you guys may, I haven't, I just jumped in here. So I, I didn't hear you guys' discussion of the movie earlier. So, um, one of my biggest things about this movie, I mean, I love wedding crashers. It's such a great film. Um, but I was rewatching it the other night and for some reason, I don't buy Claire and John. Like, I don't, there, as far as her actually falling for him. After all the lies. Revealed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, with you. yeah. So, so I did a little recut of this. And so, it, like, it doesn't end in the car. So basically, you get rid of the whole Claire and John romance angle. And, but when they meet, they have this amazing chemistry. And, he sees maybe even a couple more examples of how Sack is just such a, a, an asshole and she's trapped in this horrible relationship. So that's kind of the, the, his motivation for hanging out with her is like, he's got to save this. She's super cool. They hit it off and it's not a romance thing, but it's like a friendship thing. And so, and then you still got the whole thing with, um, with Vince Vaughn and, and Isla Fisher, you know, all that thing's the same thing. So the whole time he's just trying to get her out of the, you know, this horrible life that she's about to be get into at the secretary. So they form this friendship. He wants to rescue her. The movie unfolds pretty much the same way, but instead of professing his love, he just convinces her to leave him at the wedding. Like, so all that's the same. Then they get in the car 
And the last part of the movie is another epic montage of all of them. Like he's released her from this, that horrible life she's about to be in. And now she's going to have some fun and enjoy her life. And the whole, it's this montage of them all partying, eating. There's threesomes, foursomes. Threesomes. <laughs> and Lots of falling on the all beds. getting crazy. Yeah. And he's, so he's basically, he, he saved her from this life. And so that's kind of, so, so I, I think that's a good way to do it. Scott, I want, I want to, I want to, can I offer a friendly amendment? I want to see. Sure. Her, I want to see like like a it finish with like another shout sequence. Except she's flinging these dudes onto beds. Oh, with floppy wieners. Just like have these <laughs> exactly. like crazy six packs and just and their dongs are flopping around. Yeah, exactly. And like, it, it, but it proceeds with her and like she's she's got made up making up all these crazy stories now and like you know like tricking these dudes into bed and you know it's like all of totally. right the world. You know, it's like twenty twenty one's version of. Uh, I would, I would watch that. <laughs> that's what I'm you saying. Got, you got to twist it. You got to twist yeah. it. That's right. I Rachel love McAdams it. like, I work at Hooters. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> These guys are like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Rick, yeah. I guess that. And then, you know, the, we just have, all we have to believe is that Rachel McAdams needs to lie to dudes to get them to sleep with her. Yeah, that's the biggest. Uh, <laughs> she could just be like, I'm a woman. <laughs> She'd She'd be like, like, hey, let's go, Rachel. Do you want to go to the bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I've got an alternate ending uh, slash kind of reshelf. It's kind of a both. It's we're going to reshelf a little bit into a dark comedy, and it's a little alternate ending. So uh, Claire goes through with the wedding to sack. She actually, uh, John does not have a chance to apologize, so she's married to Sack now. And shortly after, Sack is sailing by himself. He's out. <laughs> he's out on a boat. You know, he's just he he's cocky. And then all of a sudden, he's suddenly attacked by Chaz, who comes through with the nunchucks and just whack. And just he comes through with the nunchucks, knocks him out. And Wait, uh, we, while Sack is sailing, Sack sailing. He, somehow Chaz is on the boat. He's stowed. He's stowed away on Sack's boat. On the boat. Nunchucks and nunchucks him. Takes him out. He kills him. He almost got nunchucked. And we see him taking the body back to his mom's house, and he takes the body down to the basement. There's multiple freezers down there, and when he opens one up, we see there's some other dead guys. He's like, that's J-Bone right there. Chaz is actually a serial killer who murders the husbands of hot women so oh, he can try to good. fuck them at their funerals. Oh, that's oh. oh man. So time's mo- time moves forward. Like Roger? Was Roger one of the ones in there? <laughs> yeah. Damn okay. you, Roger! Damn, you, Roger. Damn, it. Damn, it. Yeah. Damn it! Oh, yeah, he killed Roger for sure. <laughs> 100%. 100%. So uh, time moves forward because Sack was, uh, was missing, but then they, you know, he's declared dead, so he's been missing for a month. At Sack's funeral, Chaz shows up, and he's trying to fuck Claire. He's like, oh, Claire's the one I'm going after. But John shows up at the funeral to offer his condolences, and, you know, Chaz is like, I know this guy. Wait a second. And uh, uh, he's offering his condolences to Claire. She immediately latches on to John, and Chaz is angry. He's just like, fuck this guy. He's, he's jumping on my territory. <laughs> A few days later, John's hanging out with Claire. It's all going well. We see Chaz scoping him out. He's planning an attack. So right as he catches John alone, he's about to nunchuck his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy shows up and stops Chaz. He's like, whoa, 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 don't, don't kill him, don't kill him. He explains to John that he put Chaz up to Claire. He's like, hey, check out this girl Claire, knowing what Chaz would do. He knew that Chaz would end up killing this guy, uh, kill, killing Claire's husband. So it was his only, way, his only way of freeing Claire up for John. 
In the end, they all laugh, and Chaz invites them back both to his mom's house for meatloaf. Oh, the meatloaf. <laughs> but just don't ask what's in the meatloaf. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it explains, explains why he was ready to, to, oh, to nunchuck God. John right at the beginning, because he was like, is this some, like, angry boyfriend or something, or, like, like some other dude that's trying to, like, protect this girl? He's ready. To, he, he's a fucking crazy person. And they eat them. Meatloaf! Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's, it's super dark. What is she doing? <laughs> Oh, that's but good. in the end, John gets with uh, Claire, and it's all good. That's good. So I, I've got to I've got to check in on my dad's alternate ending here. <laughs> Wedding crashers till dawn. <laughs> um, so the, when when does it turn? Is the question. The que- and the answer is as soon as they figure out that they're fakes, right? Instead of coming out trying to shoot him, chasing him, the grandmother comes out and she's got her fangs out, and it turns out that they're including Claire. And Sack and everybody, the Lodges and the Clearies are the oldest, most powerful families. Oh, Todd's definitely a vampire. Todd's a vampire. They're all vampires because, including because they're they, they, they that's they've been like around forever because they literally are not dying. And so uh, they then like Jeremy and John have got to figure out a way to blast their way out, you know, and fight fight the vampires <laughs> to get to the ferry and get off the island, and uh, you know. Turmoil and hey, anytime you're on an island, you've got a ferry to get there. Like that, that B- sets bingo. it up. Bingo, and you there got a bunch of vampires. That's it. That. Zach, you got anything? Nope. <laughs> 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 All right, I just had a quick take on. So they mention that Owen Wilson's parents both died in a tragic accident a day before his birthday. That's why he always shows up for it's his birthday. Dark. So I'm yeah. like, that is a drama. That's a dark ass drama that's, that's backstory. Just, that's just a Vince Vaughn bullshitting. That's thing. what I thought too. <laughs> yeah, I think Vince Vaughn is just making shit up. I don't think he was. If you think that's pathetic, or if you think that's sad, I think he, he was. Tells. No, but he, he no, tells I the office he was lady, right? He tells the the, yeah, the office lady. I got the feeling he was just riffing, but yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Thought, no, because then he like shows that's... up later with like a. Doesn't he show up later with like a sleeping bag or? He well, had her get I mean, the that part's bag. real that he sleeps with his buddy, but I, I, the part that his parents died and all that. I, no, I so think that's real. I, th- I don't think that's bullshit. So you think he goes and sleeps with his buddy just for no reason? Just yeah, Nick, but you stay the night every other week, so I don't Camp understand why you're saying this is weird. It's true. Your parents are active <laughs> listeners to the pod as well. Yeah, you're right. I, Nick, I 100% agree that yeah. I think he was fully honest about what the So I'm just saying along those lines, like we see we see John's backstory. So it opens with his like parents. We opens with his parents dying. And it's basically a, a drama of John and, and getting hooked up with this crazy Jeremy guy and them going in and out and drugs are involved and and women and the downhill and then that had downhill slide of him reading the self self help books and yeah and he still calls him a hillbilly i love that. white trash <laughs> hillbilly <laughs> fucking hillbilly your guys uh, were great those are great i didn't that, that was weak i probably should have stayed with Zach and not had anything <laughs> <laughs> you can see what i wrote down here. Oh shit! It's, just it's it's cheese that crumbles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, that was Wedding Crashers, and that's it. Scotchback, we're gonna get you back on uh, Thursday yeah, for a Thursday. little judging. Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'll I'll try to try to stay alive until then. Well, we hope so. Hanging in there. After that point, you know. But as long as you're here for the judging, that's what we're concerned about. Jesus, thanks, that's all Scott. You care about. <laughs> hey, Scott, you know you know what's going to play us out of this episode, right? Uh, yeah. A little ode to the tramp stamp. Oh, oh shit! Oh. Oh. Let's, let's get it later, everybody.
Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by Super Tramp Stamp Tramp Stamps. Take a look at my tramp stamp. It's the only tat I got. You know you love a my tramp stamp. Cause it makes me super hot. It's like a bullseye above my butt crack. And you know I'm down to buck. So buy me white claws. No need to roofie. There's nothing that I won't do. I'll spread my legs just for you. Are you the kind of girl that craves a certain type of attention but lacks the overall skills to become that social butterfly you've always desired to be? Well, why not ink that butterfly in a location on your body that lets everyone know exactly what kind of gal you really are? Here at Super Tramp Stamp Tramp Stamps, we specialize in inking up your lower back in a way that's guaranteed to get you the attention that you seek and are sure to regret a decade later. Maybe you want something a little less subtle, like a Target or All Sailors Welcome. Maybe put his favorite football team's home schedule back there so you can give him something to read while he goes to town. And of course, there's the ever-popular Daddy's Little Girl, so the world can see what type of issues you already have. Our tattoo artists are selected from the creme de la creme of former inmates, high school dropouts, and reformed gangbangers that we could afford. So come on down to Super Tramp Stamp Tramp Stamps, because you know you want it. Super Tramp is in no way associated with this product.